Hello, everyone. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> now on to uh, the next episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode two. And gotta say, wow, another solid episode right here. Got up to a real good start, and uh, the momentum has just continued. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I um, really enjoyed how this episode uh, picked up on uh, John Walker picking up with uh, Captain America, being the new Captain America, or pretty sure as he'll be called, U.S. agent. But, uh, yeah, thought it was also funny, yet also real cheesy, how he's all like, good morning, America, when he goes back to his old high school. Oh, gosh. It was definitely a mix of that. And uh, this episode definitely has given some impressions on uh, on him moving forward. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, I guess we also learned more about the enemy threat from before. The terrorist group called the Flag Smashers, who I had never heard of before. But... Um, I like their uh, overall goals since they deal with uh, with the uh, the snap, and they want the world to return to the way it was during it, as they thought it was better overall, as the government had no power and stuff like that. So uh, definitely real interesting. And I uh, found it also interesting how there was the shipment of the medicine also. When I initially heard that there was a pandemic storyline in this show that had to be rewritten. I guess a few elements are still in here. Because <clears throat> I initially thought that uh, I wasn't going to be dealing with that. But uh, yeah. But yeah, I do like how uh, Falcon's going back to wanting to prove himself now, now that he's just Falcon and not Captain America, since uh, John Walker has now taken up being a U.S. agent or Captain America. Boy, I need to really be clear on that, but uh, it's kind of hard not to, because... Yeah, John Walker definitely definitely uh, hasn't made the best of impressions and can't believe how he tried to be all humble at the start, yet uh, said some stuff to both Falcon and uh, Bucky that was like, wow, my God, like, what is your problem? And uh, like, make up your mind, are you trying to... Are you trying to... Uh, be their ally or not. Oh yeah, and he also just called them assets and that was just like, wow. So, not even human. But yeah, one interesting thing on this episode that I uh, didn't know about was Isaiah Bradley, who was a uh, previous Captain America who beat the Winter Soldier and got imprisoned and uh, he had never... uh, known anything about uh he he stayed out of public life and thought that was real interesting and bucky knew about him and went along with it since he had been through so much already but uh yeah 
definitely really like the fight scene on the truck in this episode. Gosh dang, you can definitely tell they use the John Wick influence that uh, the later two Captain America movies had, or well, maybe I should just say Civil War, since uh, Winter Soldier was released more around the around the time of uh, Winter Soldier. And the writer, I just found out, uh, was brought in to make the show a little bit more like John Wick, which I definitely do see. But uh, yeah, definitely was uh, a nice influence and glad to have that John Wick, especially with the action, because that scene, every part of it was just great. And But uh, yeah, overall, though, um, it was also nice to see the intrigue of uh, Bucky wanting to join Falcon along with the therapy that uh, he had been having and how Falcon was participating in it. So, uh, yeah, that was um, definitely real nice to see and uh, their dynamic. And uh, it was also nice to see them be raw and unfiltered and not uh, smart ass joke like and. uh, disprove the criticisms of Marvel using way too much humor that is getting annoying and I've had some discussions with on some of my friends and whatnot and uh, but uh, yeah definitely definitely am glad that uh, that that uh, was handled the way it was handled and uh, wonder if that's another thing too that had the John Wick writer come in and help with as he knows how to handle various tones because the John Wick movies are serious, but they do definitely have some good, well-placed moments of comedy in them. And, uh, yeah. That was also interesting, too, when Falcon was just yelling at Bucky and those cops showed up and were about to arrest him, but didn't, but ended up arresting Bucky due to breaking uh, the uh, therapy appointment he had. And uh, and that definitely led to, after that therapy scene, what I uh, can't wait to see, which is uh, the return of Baron Zemo, who I already discussed last week how I felt like he was the beginning of Marvel having more fleshed out and three-dimensional complex villains. And uh, how he manipulated everything from Civil War. And uh, it'll also be interesting to see him with his traditional purple mask and all that. And I'm wondering how he'll be brought in. But uh, definitely, really, really uh, 
enjoyed seeing that. But um, yeah. So uh, overall, yeah, another solid episode. Great action. Advanced the storyline with uh, with the uh, terrorist group, the Five Hands, and definitely will be interesting seeing uh, how that continues. And um, definitely can't wait to see the next couple episodes. I saw they're going to be written by the John Wick writer, Derek Kolstaz. So uh, definitely can't wait to see how that's going to unfold. So anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed this review. And I'll be back uh, next week with the next episode for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 3. So geek and proud.